Hello and welcome to the Bears and Lions podcast. In today's episode, we talk about three paradoxes that impact your daily life. If you're watching on YouTube, I'd really appreciate it if you hit that like and subscribe button. That'd be really cool. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, hit that follow button and share with a friend or two this podcast. If you want to find me on socials, you can find me on TikTok and X at Kyle Vought. That's K-Y-L-E-V as in Victor A-T-T. If you want to find me on threads or Instagram, that's at Kyle underscore Vought. I'd really love to connect. That'd be really cool. But let's get into the conversation. All right, so the first paradox that I want to talk to you today about is the region beta paradox. Now, I heard this originally on the podcast. It's called Modern Wisdom with Chris Williamson. It's a really good podcast. I definitely would encourage you all to listen to it. Um, But I heard it there. The other two paradoxes that I want to talk to you about, I'd actually already heard of them before. Um, But this region beta paradox, I'd never heard of it before until uh, just recently. And it's very, very unique. All right. So it's named after the statistical term beta, which refers to the degree of risk associated with a particular investment. And what's so unique about this is I think most of us have probably experienced this and we haven't even realized it. Um, In fact, I would venture a guess and say all of us have probably experienced this. And the paradox is things are not bad, but they're also not good. So it becomes this, it's passable at best uh, mood. And, And so just as an example, someone may be in a relationship where they're comfortable and they have a sense of stability, but they know deep down that they're not truly happy. Um, and, and you know, it's, you get this sense, maybe you're that person where it's like, you're always talking about relationship issues with a friend, or maybe you have that friend who they are always coming to you saying, Hey, I have this issue or Hey, that's really bad, but it's not that bad. And they're always making excuses almost for their partner. And that may be one of it. The other one may be another example. Maybe someone may be in a job where it pays well and there's good benefits, but they don't really feel challenged or fulfilled and they don't really feel like it's beneficial or that it's the job that they want to do. In fact, I think a lot of us have probably been in this where we are making passable money, right? Like we're working a job and we're making enough money to survive on, but we're not actually moving forward with a career. I think a lot of people experience this in the food service industry. I used to be in the food service industry. I've spent 10 years in the food service industry and found myself where I was making enough money to do okay. And I could have made more money if I went a little bit farther, but I was uncomfortable with doing that much work or uncomfortable with doing that path, if that makes sense. And so it, it it becomes this decision of if it was a little bit worse, we would actually make a change. If it was a little bit better, then it would just be a little bit better. And I think a lot of us are in that mentality, whether it's with a workplace or a relationship or a friendship, or maybe it's uh, family members, right? Like it's a little bit better than we hope um, or it's a little bit better, or we hope it's a little bit better, but there are days where it's just really bad. I should rephrase that. And there are days where it's really tough and 
we experience that we're like, yes, we need to leave. We need to get out of this job. We need to go somewhere else. We need to go back to school. We need to um, do whatever we need to do, right? We need to get out of this relationship. But then there are days right after it where it's like, it's not that bad, right? Like you get those little sparks and it almost draws you back. And it really, honestly, it boils down to if it was easier, it may be boring or it may not be fulfilling anyway. But if it was harder, we definitely wouldn't keep doing it. And that's the choice. I think that is what you have to decide in life is if you are looking at something and it's passable at best, then you need to sit there and say, if it got better, would I feel fulfilled? If it got worse, would I change completely? And if the answer is no, you're not fulfilled and yes, you would definitely change immediately, you probably need to make that choice a lot sooner rather than later. So that's the region beta paradox. The second paradox I've actually heard before, the Abilene paradox, and it's a very unique paradox. It's when a collective group agrees on a path of action that none of the individual members want to do. It's, it's when he said, she said becomes a reality, right? And all of a sudden you're all doing things that you just don't agree with or you don't want to. Um, I've experienced this myself where a friend group has been like, hey, does anybody want to do this fun event? And for me, it was like going out one night. And I was like, you know, I want to be a part of the friend group. So I'm going to say yes. I assume everybody's going to say yes. And so I said, yeah, yeah, let's go. Let's go out. So we go out and we have, a, a you know, a time. I'm not even going to say it was a fun time because it was just like we went out. We'd already been out multiple times previously. But the question was asked. I wanted to be a part of the group. So I said, yes, everybody apparently said yes. And we all went and it was just exhausting. Like we had already been out multiple times that week. It was on a vacation. Um, and at the end of it, we all just were like, man, it would have been, you know what I could go for? I could go for just a movie and a couch and just chill. And everybody was like, yes. Oh, I wanted to chill so bad tonight. But instead, you know, everybody was going out. So I wanted to be a part of the group. And I realized, whoa, like that is actually something. And that's when I originally heard of the Abilene Paradox because somebody brought it up in conversation then. And they were like, no way, this just happened. But it's a collective agreement, right? Everybody just assumes, well, I'm sure they're going to say yes. So I'm going to say yes. And you end up doing stuff. And the, the other example that was given, and this is from Google, where it would be a family is playing a game on uh, together on a hot summer day. And the father-in-law suggests that they drive from their hometown uh, from of Coleman to Abilene, Texas, about 53 miles away. The wife said, sure, sounds good. The husband agrees. And the mother-in-law says she'll go along too. They take a hot, dusty ride to a mediocre restaurant, and then another long drive back home to Coleman. And when they arrive, recovering in front of the fan, the husband politely and disingenuously says, great trip, right? His wife, uh, his mother-in-law says, to be honest, I would have rather stayed at home. The wife agreed, and the father-in-law confesses the same. Turns out, he only suggested it because he thought they would all be bored staying home. Even though they all wanted to be staying home, they 
the the question was posed because hey oh i'm gonna pose a question and then it just becomes this thing that nobody actually wants to do and it's that mentality that we care so much about what other people think right we we are we're so ingrained with like i want to fit in i want to be a part of the group i want to do this so i'm going to say yes to this even though it may not be something that i ultimately want to do and you cannot tell me that if you are over the age of 21 that you not, have not had a group of friends that have said, hey, let's go do this. Now, it may not have been drinking. It may not have been whatever. But by 21, you've had a group of friends that have said, hey, let's go do this. It could have been a family member that said, hey, let's go out to eat or let's do this on this night or let's hang out here. And you reluctantly said, all right, I'll, we'll go. We'll go. Even though you didn't want to. You'll say, you know, we'll go. And it, and it's this mentality of that we're so much of people pleasers, right? We, we care so much about what other people think that we will adapt everything about us. We will adapt our dreams, our desires, our beliefs in order to agree with somebody. Maybe a relationship, it may be a friendship, maybe family members, but it ultimately obliterates the healthy boundaries in our life and it stunts our personal growth. We have to overcome that by creating the communication that's needed. This whole thing could have been changed if the wife said, you know what, do you want to go, you know, on this trip to Abilene? And he might've said, well, if you guys want to, then I will. And that may have been the same result, but there is a possibility that communication could have been, Hey, um, are we going to be bored at home? Do we want to do anything else? Instead of, hey, do you want to go here? It could have been, do we want to do anything else? And everybody could have said, you know what? I just want to relax tonight. So next time you're on a vacation or with friends or with family and they say, hey, do you want to do this? Um, if you don't want to do it, just ask, hey, let's. do we really want to do this? Is this something that you want to do? Is this something that you want to do? And I'm genuinely asking Make sure that you follow up. Uh, that communication is going to help build a little bit better rapport. It's also going to create that open uh, connection that allows us to connect past just, yeah, I mean, if you're doing it, I'll do it. And I think so many of us, we, we live in this mentality, right? We, we have experienced this in so many different forms, whether it's, I don't, you know, what do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? Oh, well, we need to do something. Do we really need to do something? Or is it because we both feel like you want to do something or the other person wants to do something? And we have to kind of open that conversation up because it can't just be, hey, do you want to go out to eat? The The question might end up being, hey, um, tonight, if you could do something, what would you do? You know, that, that all of a sudden causes that person to say, you know what, honestly, I just want to, I want to eat a frozen pizza and drink a bottle of wine and watch Netflix. You know, it could be something as simple as that, but I think the Abilene paradox is a very unique one because I think we do experience it on a daily basis. We just don't realize it. Um, and it takes a while to kind of recognize where those areas might be. It could be a belief system. It could be, um, friends. Uh, friend group. It could be 
the the way that people talk in your group that you just yeah i assume that they like this because they talk about this and he talks about that and she talks about that so i i assumed everybody is in agreement that this is the new thing which is not the case and that's why you have to kind of break down conversations a little bit more than just i'm assuming and it, we all know what assume means right but i'm assuming x y and z uh, about X, Y, and Z. And that's usually the cause to make an ass out of you and me. And that's something that I don't think any of us want to do. The last uh, uh, paradox, this one is one that I've actually known about for a very long time in my life, um, just from my spiritual life and, and my faith-based family upbringing. Um, it's the Solomon Paradox. Now, Solomon it's named after King Solomon from the Bible, but also there are um, different texts that would as, would know that King Solomon was a king way back when, so historic texts. And Solomon was revered as the wisest person who ever walked this planet, mostly because when he was young, um, the Lord approached him and said, hey, I will give you anything you want. You want riches, you want uh, money, you want wealth, you want uh, people, what, whatever you want. Do you want kingdoms? You name it, I'll give it to you. And instead of asking for any of those really cool things like technology or anything, Solomon said, I would like wisdom. So he was given wisdom and he was revered as the wisest king of all time. And he provided incredible wisdom to the people and to his kingdoms grew and the wealth grew in the kingdom and people flourished and it was incredible except for himself. And that is the Solomon paradox is that we often will give great advice to others but never listen to ourselves. We just can't do it. Somebody will approach us and say, hey, I'm having an issue with my boyfriend. And we'll sit down and say, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, it, it honestly, it sounds like this is going on and, and this is what should take place. And that person says, yeah, you know what? Thank you so much. That was really good advice. And then we will experience issues with a loved one or a family member or a spouse. And we will say, oh my gosh, like, I don't even know what to do. Like I, I've tried everything. <clears throat> Have we? I don't think so. And we'll say, I don't know what to do. And then somebody else will say, you know what? You know, I think you should do this. And, and it sounds like this. And, and we'll go, oh yeah, maybe I needed to ask that extra question. Maybe I needed to follow up. Maybe I need to apologize. And it's like, what? We could have come to that conclusion, except it was ourselves, right? The only reason we didn't come to that conclusion is it was ourselves. And what I've realized is it is really hard to convince ourselves to do the right thing. And so often we will live in the wrong thing, hoping that someone else will come along and convince us to do the right thing. Because we don't listen to our own advice. We don't listen to ourselves. And, and I think that is a, a key point is when you actually listen to what you have to say, you either have a gut feeling. Some people will talk about, I listened to my gut. It was my gut feeling. That's usually a subconscious that's saying, this is the right thing to do. You're uncomfortable with that. Don't say yes to that. 
Don't say yes to be invited out. You know you're going to be in an uncomfortable situation that's going to give you anxiety, and it's ultimately not beneficial. There are some times where you need to push the boundaries and say, you know what, I need to get out of my shell. But in most cases, you know yourself better than others or that you realize you know yourself better than you realize that you know yourself, right? You may think, ah, I just, yeah, you know, you know me better than myself, so I, I'll go out. There are some times when, no, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm happy right here. And I started experiencing this a lot when I started working out and getting in shape. I got into these different situations where I was like, you know what? I don't really want to be a part of this anymore. I don't really want to go out drinking every night. I, I really don't want to be, um, you know, going to bed at 1 a.m. I want to wake up early. Uh, and, and people would be like, hey, you know, come on. You, you can sleep in. It's the weekend. I'm like, you know what? No, I can't. I'm going to listen to myself. My body says I need to go to sleep. I need some water. I need to sleep. And I'll catch you guys next time. And I think that as you have these conversations, keep an eye on the paradoxes because they will be very unique throughout your life. They really will. They'll be unique throughout your life. You're going to see them all the time and they're going to pop up and you're going to say, ah, I know about this because I listened to Bears and Lions podcast. If you are watching on YouTube, please make sure that you hit that like and subscribe button. And if you're listening on Spotify or Apple podcast, I would really appreciate it if you hit that follow button. You can find me on my socials at Kyle Vot V as in Victor, A-T-T is how you spell my last name on X, which is formerly known as Twitter. I'm also on TikTok. Uh, at Kyle Vot, and then on Instagram, I'm at Kyle underscore Vot, and I'll also throw in Threads. I'm also on Threads, which is the same as my Instagram. For everybody else, that's going to do it for this conversation. I really appreciate each and every one of you that listen. Uh, we are in the new, uh, we're in the new apartment, and I moved this setup because I feel like this setup will be a little bit better, a little bit more aesthetically pleasing. There's better lighting as well. Um, so like I said, please bear with me over the next few weeks as I get things set up and there's probably going to be a couch and some other stuff on the walls and we'll see what happens. Everything's a, a work in progress. I appreciate you all. Remember to give grace, show love, and as always, stay stellar. Peace. <laughs>